Tasty nuggets. Nuggets. Here we are once Yummy. again. What's up, Andrew? Week off. I know. Week off. And we're back. Uh, I feel I feel motivated to be back making more stuff. It's nice to podcast, right? Yeah. It's good. This is where I belong. This is what I belong uh, doing here. This well, is what I do. Yeah. This is what I do well. You know, everything else is pretty mediocre. <laughs> I, I can actually concur with that 100%. Cool. Not on you, but for That's myself. Uh huh. I should have been more specific. No, it was better that you weren't. <laughs> so uh, it's funny. We were kind of like freeballing some combo before. I don't know we if had... we were freeballing, <laughs> but uh, I hear what you're saying. I know what you mean. Freestyling. We they were spitballing, freestyling. Uh, okay. Not what, freeballing. Whatever, man. I mean, I wasn't free. I'm not freeballing. <laughs> I'm not commando. Tasty right nuggets. Now. Yeah, tasty <laughs> nuggets for the world to see. Um, we were talking before, and I was like, what do we want to talk about? And it's funny, because you, like, have a, a sore subject. Uh, You're not a sore... Well, I guess kind of a sore on. subject. I don't want Tasty Nuggets to turn into every oh, other right. aspect. Yeah, every other aspect of my life is just me complaining. So I don't want to mm -hmm. come on here. It's education. It's yeah. to let people know where yeah. I'm coming from and to let... Uh, people know how they should handle creatives in a situation where you're hiring them to do the work. Right. And I, it's so funny because you were starting to tell the story and then randomly I started to tell you a separate story uh, about uh, some uh, podcast thing that we have going on here. And, yeah. and the two universes collided. It's basically the same thing and yeah. how to handle when a client hands you money to say, I want you to do something creative because I cannot. That's the, that's the bottom line is like, <laughs> I want you to do something creative for me. I want you to make it look good and use all of your, all of your know-how and all of your experience, put it all together. I'm going to hand you some money to, to make something creative for me, with me, where you're doing the creative part and I'm talking about my expertise or whatever, or showcasing it. I'm going to hire you to do that. And then basically uh, not basically tell you how to do your job, mm -hmm. basically. So I get it from both sides. It's a little different for me for you because I get paid to be creative and mm -hmm. I also get paid to take directions. Yeah. So it's uh, interesting, but uh, it is frustrating. Yeah. I think when somebody hires you as a pro... And I run into this in so many different ways, actually. It's the more I think about the subject, the more I'm like, wow, I've got tons of things to share in this, <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. Um, it's quite frustrating as a professional when you do something for a career, okay? <laughs> career. Um, to have somebody, I, I appreciate insight, and, I, and we talked about that before, right? You need uh, you know, insight, inspiration. You need direction from them to a degree of what are they trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. What is the product that they, at the end of the road that they're making? Uh, but then intervene throughout the course of the process yeah. that actually inhibits you from doing the product that they originally hired you to do. Yeah, they're, they have a very black and white very zeros and ones, like very binary thing that they want done. And what you're supposed to do as a creative is to come in and put color on it and make it look good and take your years of experience and make it look the best way possible because they don't know how to, how to make things look good. You know, yep. they don't wear tailored suits. They go to men's warehouse, buy off the rack. 
Right. Like they, you, you come in here, you are the tailor. You are Giuseppe. You're the one that, you know, you know, immigrated from Italy as a little boy, learned the craft from your grandfather, mm -hmm. grandfather beaten and died in the streets. You took that art from all those years, came over on a boat, sold everything you could, was, was a newsy, did all this work, grew your business, learned how to do this, came up in the world, make beautiful suits. And then you have somebody come in and be like, I'll just take it off the rack. And like that's that's not what it's about, basically. I don't. I'm not laughing. I just think it was amazing that you came up with that many ad libs, Giuseppe, back to back about Giuseppe's history. Well, that's what they they need to like really think about it, like like that, like all the years that you put into yeah. the bullshit that you have to learn, you know. And what it comes down to is that the people that hire you, in most cases, don't have good taste. They don't have good taste because if they had good taste, they would agree with you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's it's really quite complicated. I think even like, all right, so let's tie it to your creative work, right? So for me, one of the reasons why I look to, <clears throat> to not do that work myself mm -hmm. is because I have this very vague vision of what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, I have like kind of a look in my head, but I don't really know the color scheme. I have like a shape in mind, but I don't know the layout. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really know as a professional, uh, I mean, as not a professional, excuse me, uh, as the client, what objects, fonts, layout, patterns, colorscape work best to elicit that mental response that you're looking for for their end all consumer right and like you know like grocery stores and convenience store like the big shops they, they have this whole science this whole psychology science of like where things need to be allocated and how big certain fonts need to be in order for you to visu like visually stimulate you so for me looking to hire somebody like you i'm going to say you know dude I really want to make this print brochure. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and, you know, I, I really don't know what I need it to be. I, I, I know that I want to increase my sales from it. Um, I want it to be, I want it to establish me as an expert in my field. Uh, I think that's important. And I want it to look cool and modern and not dry or boring because, I, you know, most stuff just goes in the trash or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I know that I want to incorporate my brand and that's all I know. Yeah. Then I'm going to put that in your plate and then you're going to come up with five different solutions, right? Yeah. Five different, let's say models. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be like, oh, I really like this one, but I kind of like some of the stuff in this one. Yeah. Can we build those together? And you could be like, yeah, absolutely. Or you could be like, no, and <laughs> here's why. Yeah. And, and see, like, I'm open to that as, as the consumer because my level of expertise is in my own product, not what I'm asking you to do. Mm -hmm. Am I just essentially reiterating the Giuseppe story but <laughs> without the tailored suit part? You know. some, some, yeah, well, no, that's, that's kind of, you know, you, you kind of hit it. Like if, if, if more importantly, what you're hitting on is that if you're presenting somebody with something, you know, if, if, if somebody, uh, you know, graphic designer, you know, videographer, whatever comes to you and says, here are your options. And you go back to them and say, I don't like any of these. That is, in, in I'd say 99% of the cases, kind of on you as the client to be like, 
what you don't know what you're talking about. Because if I present all of these ideas to you, there's got to be something in there that you could pull from. So let me ask you this. The methodology behind the design portion of it, right? Mm-hmm. Is that concurrent with knowledge of what ties back to what I just said before about understanding how to... Uh, wow, I'm having like a brain freeze. Understanding how to present the aesthetics in order to pr- produce the product that they want. Does, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Number one thing is it's all like subjective. So like um, when, when somebody like say a graphic designer is putting something together, um, if you personally don't like it um, and you have an idea in your head and you can't get that idea out and, and I and I present something to you and, and, I, and you say, I don't like it. And you say, what do you what don't you like about it? And they can't specifically tell you what what they don't like about it. Um, that's, that's an, that's an issue on, on the client's end, because if I present something to you and I say, here it is, it's, it's not just me putting it together and, and, you know, it's partly pulling it out of thin air, but it's also based on experience. So like the layout of everything is made, if you're good at what you do, it's made in a very specific way. The, uh, the fonts that you choose are, are, is it, is based on the company's brand, uh, or it's based on what, you know, trends are going on right now. Um, I found recently when I was putting together uh, a little social media design, whatever, um, that the client was basically the client wanted it to look like everything else they saw that these other, uh, say, real estate agents were using. And that's kind of bad because real estate agents and the layout and the design of all that stuff is is pretty regurgitated and it's, it's pretty boring. Yeah, it's super redundant. I feel yeah. like I, there's... Only so many variables of media pieces that I've seen come out of any real estate agency that's not the same freaking thing. Well, yeah, and there's there's ways of taking things that are modern and fresh and incorporating it, but it's going to be jarring because it's not going to look like all the other crap that you that you've seen out there. And uh, you know, it's it's like it's like I'm taking all these things and putting them together to show you something that looks different than everything else. And if you're saying it doesn't look right because you're comparing it to these other agencies. Well, what makes those agencies, what makes them right? You know, why are you looking at them and saying, I want it to look more like that? Don't you want it to kind of either look newer or stand out? Not to mention that the examples I was given, they were, you know, months, if not like a year or so old. Like these these other agencies, these other real estate agencies weren't updating stuff. You know, they're not doing it on a regular basis. Okay, so they were taking their competitors... Yeah. Doing some competitor research. There's like, right? oh, I like this. Which is healthy. I get yeah. that, you know. Yeah, I get um, that. But the the competitor's data was dated already. Well, like, the yeah, the layout and the design they yeah. were using was just kind of generic and dated and, and Maybe like they nothing to it. it. On Canva or something. You listen, or, people use Canva now and it's it's fine. Like there's actually templates in there that make things better. It's just that when you as the client come to a designer and say I just basically what essentially happened was the the client was just like, I'll just I'm going to do it myself. Can you post it? And when you look at the two, uh, you know, (laughs) and I'm really on the on the fence if I should share the two. But if you look at the two, you could see which one looks, you know, in my opinion, looks better. And I mean, there's a lot of things that it comes down to, which is if you're the client, like you were saying before, we were talking about just get all the information, like what information black and white do you want to convey? That's one set of, 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 uh, that's one component of what the overall design is going to be. Then you take the branding of your company, 
uh, what fonts you want to use, what colors you want to use, all that stuff. That's another component. And then you take that like, you know, in between stuff, the creative part, you combine those two in an interesting way so that it looks eye catching. It looks modern and people want to click on it. Um, you know, and that's, that's, that's kind of how you have to look at it. Now the, the issue came in for me and this is a big, this is like a big, like, let's just talk about fonts for a second. I could do a whole 50 minutes on just fonts alone. I'm timing you. Yeah. But don't ever use papyrus as a font. Don't, if you're a yoga studio, don't ever use it. If you're a Bible study, don't use it. If, if you like, <laughs> unless like, unless you're a papyrus, you know, manufacturer, maybe you could use papyrus font, but please don't use papyrus font. Um, Times New Roman, don't use it. I use it in my emails. That's fine. Whatever. It's an email. Or Helvetica. Yeah. Helvetica is fine, but don't use Arial. Don't use Times New Roman. Don't use Comic Sans. Don't use Papyrus. Don't use Brush Script. No Wingdings. I mean, Wingdings, are, it depends on how you use your Wingdings. Uh, wingdings might be fine. But like those fonts, and the reason you shouldn't use them is because they're so generic. They're so old. They're so stock that they're not going to elicit any kind of wow factor. Is there stock fonts outside? I know you can pay for fonts mm -hmm. that you recommend that if you're going to try to put something together, obviously, go, the project. Go on Google Web Fonts and pick fonts out of there. There's ways of sorting them by popularity. Um, there's ways of sorting them by, like, the top used ones. Um, the, the, the rule, uh, one rule that you could follow when you're doing this stuff, too, is that in one in one brochure on one page and one design you really want to use uh, a sans serif one type of sans serif font like a helvetica open sans if you want to be dirty and use arial i mean it's gross but whatever you could use that um so you could use like a, a sans serif font use one uh serif font that's like a times new roman uh, what, what are some other ones? There's, there's Calibri. Uh, I'm trying to think of, they're the, you know, the difference between a sans serif and a serif font is it just has little, little tiny like pieces that stick off a sand, uh, a sans serif is just more linear. There's no like fancy, uh, little, you know, pieces hanging off it. There's probably technical words that I'm, I'm not using. So you could use it one sans serif font, one serif font, uh, and then one like, uh, you know, modern brush, uh, handwriting kind of a font. If you combine those three different types of fonts in one thing, that's fine. Um, don't use don't use two different sans serif fonts on one design. I did not know this. this I is mean, why I don't do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's and people are always like, well, you can, you can do, blah, blah, blah. sure, go for it, knock yourself out. If it looks great, congratulations. You're like one of a billion people that have tried to do this and made it look good. Is it going to look good? No. Is what I'm telling you to do going to save you a lot of friggin' time and make it like simpler to make it look good? Yeah. So so don't don't use more than one sans serif font. Don't use more than one serif font. Like yada 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 you get it um don't use the stock font don't use don't please don't use brush script don't use that on something i mean if 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 you there's just no in this day and age there's just zero reason to use 
these basic ass fonts because what you're showing people subconsciously when they're looking at that their brain is just dying a little inside their their subconscious mind is just kind of shutting off a little and tuning it out because it's 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 so fatigued by seeing the same thing over and over again it, it's it's not it's not eye catching it's not it's not interesting in any in any kind of way um so that's just the font aspect of it you know so when I give somebody a design and I'm using like Montserrat or, or whatever, the however you pronounce it, or some kind of cool font, even Open Sans, which is, you know, it's 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 used a lot, but I still think it looks cool. Um, if you're using a font like that and then I get it back and it has Arial and Brush Script, I'm just like, did you, did you, you know, you made this in Publisher. I know you did because I, <laughs> I know you did. I could tell. I'm looking at it, how things are like moved around and stuff. Um but like, it, it, please, if you're doing that, it's it's just not gonna look. It's just not gonna look good. It's just not gonna look good. And so this client of yeah. yours essentially said, you know what? Like, you gave them. I gave them a design. It took me five to ten minutes to put together. Put it. Put it out because there because it's a simple, simple piece of media. I saw what it was. It's very simple. And that's yeah. not ornate. And they're like, hey, let me let me do this. Let yeah, me, let on me a Friday. A this is what this is what kills me is like it's on a Friday. Um, hey, I want to put this up real. It's a congratulations. This listing sold and everyone's happy. Uh, can you put this together and put this out on social media? Great. Five minutes. Boom, boom, boom. Put it together. It was something I was actually working on uh, already, but it really didn't take me that long through it to him. Eh, I don't know if I like it. Sends it back. I'm like, all right, I tweak it. Sends to him. Eh, I don't know. Let me think about it. So this is something for social media that needs to go out just yeah. fast. Go out, put it out there because it's so cons it's so f everything's so fast now. You just throw it out there, make sure it looks good, move on to the next thing. So I'm driving home and they're like, "Hey, send me all the elements. Send me the picture. Send me the text. Send me all the elements." Um, and I'm just like, so "You already know." Uh, yeah, I already know what they're gonna do. They're like, "I want to mess with it a little bit. I, I have time this weekend." I'm like, "All right." So if you want to do that, that's okay. Don't even ask me to do anything. Just go ahead and do that. What you're not considering or taking into mind when you're doing that is you needed it done fast and you needed it done to make it look good. You've already failed on those two accounts because mm -hmm. it, it got done. It took two extra days to get it done. Uh, and and, and it, it looked worse than when I had it. So if, if, I, if I made it and it didn't look good, it would still have been better... If I made it look like they did initially and put it out, it still would have been better to have a shitty design done on a Friday than posting it on a on a Saturday or a Sunday of Labor Day weekend. So, like, you, you already don't understand the design of it. And that's fine. You're not supposed to under, understand the design. Of it. You, you made the mistake by thinking you did and trying to do it. So, all right, it took you two extra days, let's say. Uh, you get it back to me. You want me to put it on social media. Now you don't understand design and then you don't understand social media. Why am I going to put this post out on a Saturday yeah. Labor Day weekend? But I did it because they wanted it done. And I'm just like, might as well put it out there. So those two things combined, the experience it takes to have the know-how to, to be able to, to know when to post it, uh, know a good design and then the other thing, which is interesting, which I think you could probably relate to with, with video, perhaps, is uh, the format, the dimensions of the post, 
it's going to show a certain way on on say facebook if you have the certain dimensions mm -hmm. sometimes when you post stuff you'll notice it gets cropped weird you have mm -hmm. like somebody's like chin and mouth and, and you're like why is this posted all funny so the dimensions weren't set right so there's all these little minute details that go into making sure that this gets pushed out in the most optimal way and you haven't done that it's not and, what your job is yeah and 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 like what have we accomplished by doing all of this so when they posted this content did they actually post the one that they made or the one that oh you yeah made? no they asked me to post it i posted the one so they you made. did I mean, that's what i meant to say yeah did you post the one that they made yeah because it's soul crushing and my soul is crushed because it's like i don't care any like i don't <laughs> i don't care anymore if you want me to come up with something and put my time into it and I put my time into it and you don't appreciate the time it took me or the years it took me to learn how to do that and you want to put something out that looks like a doo-doo then I, I, at that point I'm just like I'm too old at this point to give a shit enough to actually try to convince you otherwise you know on something so minute so so minuscule of a f one day out of an entire year for a social media yeah, post. Yeah, it was a very, like, yeah, I get what you mean. It's not you know? like they were printing it on binders and handing it out at conventions for the next year. Or yeah. Whatever. It's not like something that was super relevant piece of uh, media. Yeah. Nonetheless, and, and especially on that day, you know, if anybody's got their Instagram open that day, which people do. Yeah, they're not going to. When you see, like, a business, you're not looking at business. You're just, you're scrolling right past that stuff. It would have been better to post it on LinkedIn on Tuesday when everybody was back in the office. You would have gotten more of a more of a um at least more impressions yeah and it's also i mean this goes into the whole social media stuff is like you know that's like a tiny little pebble throwing it into a giant lake like if you want to make a ripple every single day you got to throw a pebble all the time you got to keep throwing that stuff out there if we're just putting out one post it takes us two days to get it ready mm -hmm. And you're putting it out for one day, and that's the only post you're going to do for the next three two months. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. It's like such a waste of time. It's like uh, me. I told you last time I've been really bad about social media lately. Uh, so it, I have no continuity to my schedule, which mm -hmm. is not a healthy thing, mm -hmm. um, which we're going to fix up. But um, when you were telling me this story... And then I inadvertently started telling you a different story as we sat down in here, and I had yeah. somewhat of a similar experience. Yeah. And in this case, you know, it's a very interesting line for me because um, they didn't come here for me to do the filming for them. Mm -hmm. They're doing the filming on their own. I'm providing the platform, mm -hmm. the audio equipment, the lighting. Uh, the green screen, the, the resources of the room itself. Yeah. Um, so my job as a admin tech on this is to make sure that my lighting is, is set up properly, that it looks good. Yeah. Um, that it's nice and full and everything is operating properly. Now, uh, obviously, when you bring us in on lighting, you essentially outside of like conventional style lighting that obviously lights up our faces here to make sure that we can be seen. Um, they wanted some aesthetic lighting yeah. as well. Some Add like character. Yeah, exactly. Right. So in this particular client, you know, the one of the reasons I think that they sought out our location is because um, they were currently doing a podcast, which I it can't value whether it's successful or unsuccessful. They're already doing a podcast. So they're an established podcast. Mm -hmm. And they just wanted to change up the, the scene. They wanted to make it more visually attractive, mm -hmm. you know. Um, 
so it's interesting. So that, that when they when they came through, they did some filming here. Um, they're coming back again. It's going to be a recurring thing. I think they're doing their whole season with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we we created a product based off of what he told me mm-hmm. as like the, the the overall look of the scene itself, and we want to incorporate some of their corporate coloring into the walls, right? So that you know it all kind of ties together. So at the end of the day, long story not so short. <laughs> um, you know they came in, they made it look. Great. We, we paved the, the lighting. Lighting looked awesome. They did the camera work. I, I saw the video content that they made. Really nice, nice bokeh, you know, uh, really sharp looking, especially for... Explain the bokeh to people. All right, so what bokeh is, if for the non-video folks, is essentially it just adds dimension um, and a level of focus uh, to the actual... The foreground is like focus, right. the background is blur. Correct. So if, I, if it was me... And uh, I had some objects behind me, like if I was sitting in the center over here, you would see me very clean and crisp and clear, uh, great scope of focus. And then behind me on the objects, they would look, you know, a little blurred or soft or distorted to yeah. a degree where you can see depth of field. Because they don't matter. Right. They don't matter. The background is not the point it's, at all. Right. This it's, isn't it's like having, a sham wow commercial. Exactly. There's nothing behind you that needs to be seen. No, it's just nice to have some objects there. It helps soften the screen a little bit. It well, gives it a different sense. vibe, right? And it gives you depth of field. Like that's the big thing is depth of field. So this particular industry that they work in is very corporate. Um, so they're, they're, the whole look was very clean. And Did they crisp. see the Boca look when when it was like w- while they were doing it? No, because it was w- the one person that's doing the actual show, and then the crew that is doing the the filming. His crew, for, yes. And did the crew their crew did the Boca? Yes. Okay. So and and you know he he took that. So he's getting his own input from from his boss that's telling him what the effect is, what they're trying to look, and then they're relaying that information to me, mm-hmm. and then we're incorporating our two skill sets together yeah, uh, in order to create this product. So essentially, came out great. They sent me a sample. I watched, it, I watched the sample, and I was like, wow, you know, this looks really good. This is very visually stimulating for me mm-hmm. as a layman yeah. that doesn't know anything about that industry. I'm not trying to appeal to other gray suits or whoever I'm trying to, uh, I mean, if you're putting stuff on social media, especially shorts or reels or whatever, you're trying to just attract a large group of people to watch your stuff and and get brand recognition from that. And hopefully potentially that leads to business for you down the road. They may not know that they need it right now, but when it does come time to be that, then they're like, Oh, you know, I see this guy all the time, whatever. So anyway, saw it and they had some constructive criticism, not so much that had to do with what I did. I, I created exactly what, what, yeah, was relayed to me um but you know for his team he wanted some changes and essentially what they recreated again mm. was just a little bit of a variable of what they had already, already had. had for for a series of episodes prior to that yeah so sure the location is a little different the scenery is a little different but instead of being uh editorial it's more broadcast yeah so difference between soft and very just clean crisp line Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think it's interesting because not just for me and and it's relative to me but for this particular business they hired this person uh to to design that to do exactly what you're doing in a different format of saying hey look this is i'm gonna i'm gonna um scope the landscape i'm gonna go out i'm gonna do site visits i'm gonna find the spot we're gonna 
design the whole room based around the input that you've given me or context. And then we're going to create this product. And you created all of those elements and it looked awesome. Like really did. I was like, wow, this is awesome. And then you come back and then you just take everything that you told that person and, and just sucked it all yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're back to square one. That's classic. Just a little bit different of a location. It's just, cl it's classic and it happens so much. I listen to a ton of podcasts. I listen to like comedians and stuff. And time and time again, I've had these stories where people pitch a TV show, they sell a TV show. It's really, really funny. And then these suits come in, these producers come in and they water it down. Oh, we need a kid in. Oh, don't uh, curse so much. All this stuff. Water, 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 water down. And then you get like a generic like uh like all the stupid king of queens type shows that are out there the same one over yeah, and over like and over Romano again and all yeah. those cats. so like so it's 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 this overarching idea or principle where people are are coming into a situation they want something creative they want to make content and then they're they're just kind of falling back on whatever they're they're feeling safe with yeah and you know it's it's you know, not only, okay, f forget the aesthetics, because it is, like I said before, it is subjective. Maybe brush script, maybe that'll turn heads. Maybe maybe using papyrus on your next yoga flyer will really wow them. Uh, probably won't. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Maybe you're putting drop shadow just so perfectly on that, on that you know, that next brochure that Don't you're putting. Don't drop shadow, bro. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Anyway. So aside from all that, like aside from the subjective idea of what looks good and what isn't or doesn't, uh, which, you know, obviously I'm, I can't help it. I got, I got better taste than, than a lot of the people out there. I'm going to be able to tell you what's trendy, what looks good more so than, you know, and mo I'll keep an open mind, but more, more often than not, you know, please. Anyway, aside from all that, the time that you are wasting mm -hmm. making something look not better. You are not going to go up to Steven Spielberg and be like, Hey, I think for this shot, <laughs> you know, you're not going to do that. And am I comparing myself to Steven Spielberg? Of course I am. Of course I am. But my point is this, is that you're not going to come in to, to, to an environment and, 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 and make it better in that sense. Maybe there's a couple slight changes. Oh, maybe I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But from a bottom line, what these corporate people need to really consider is the time they are wasting and the money they are wasting by thinking this shade of pink doesn't work. I need a different shade of pink. Like they're not going to be able to have the eye or the understanding of, of what they're talking about and why what they want to do really doesn't add and may in most cases take away from what's happening. Well, there's a sign, and this is what I was trying to allude to before for, for the, the layman is, is that there's a science behind the mytho. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the, there's a science behind the mythology or the method. Methodology. Right? Methodology. That's the word I was looking for. Jesus. I said mythology. So what do we got? Like, uh, God's coming yeah. here. Or what? <laughs> um, so we'll edit the science behind it. And that's what I was trying to, to elicit the response out of you from it. So we made it less being complaining than more being educational. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why you hire people to do jobs and, you know, do those pros not want insight from you? No, that's not the case. We have to understand the dynamic of what you're trying to create. But if you're going to take the time to hire us, 
and you've done your research and you've picked a particular company, whether it's a creative agency or a studio or whoever to create a product for you, then you, there's also a reason why they're doing the things that they're doing in yeah. order to achieve those steps. So I, I can relate to that too. And then on the other side of the stick, I'm also paid to just, just do. Yeah. Just do. That's what you want. Great. That's it. That's you perfect. Know? You know, it's, it's always good to have checkpoints be able to check in with the client and be like, is this cool? It's also good. I mean, this relates more to web projects or graphic design stuff to have a roadmap and be like, in, in two weeks, I'm going to show you a, re a, a revision. You're going to, you know, see di two different versions of it. From those two versions, you're going to pick one of those things. And then we're going to come back in a week. I'm going to show you that one. And then you're going to have to make your final decision. You know, if you don't make a final decision, then we're going to charge you more money. It always comes down to time or money. Like you, you have to kind of give an outline or you're going to, you're going to like, you know, you, it, it leads to a disaster if you don't have those rigid rails in place to show, you know, to let them know, like, this is how it's going to be. Do you agree to this? Yes. Okay. This is what we're going to show you. And you have to agree to it. If you don't at this point, it's just going to cost more money. You know, I've already got the deposit. If you don't want to work together, that's fine too. You know, I think when a push comes to shove, I think the best advice that I can give in this scenario is when you hire a creative person to do it, creative agency, and there's a reason why they created everything, launch the products that they're giving you and go back and analyze your metrics. Yeah. Because once you do that, then you have real numbers that come back and say, okay, maybe you know, uh, this didn't work because the color palette was wrong. Or we find that this color palette in this post, as you're rolling out uh, a whole campaign and you're doing different media pieces, mm -hmm. you can come back in and analyze those and say, okay, well, this brochure did better. Why? Why did it do better? Oh, well, it, it must be this design shape, text message, whatever we're putting out mm -hmm. on it, image, and then you can derive a product. As the consumer, I feel like that's the way to approach it versus... You know, just saying, oh, well, you know what? He designed something different than what I would have designed. Yeah. So um, of course I'm he just going to redesign what, you, what I want. Anyway. What I'm used to. Well, I mean, there's other options, too. You could do focus groups if you have the, the money for it. Or you could do A-B testing where you put them both out and see what people respond to more. Like you, you could do stuff like that. It costs more money. But then again, you're also spending, wasting all this time, everyone's time doing this stuff. You know, it, it's, it's better. Like I always say, it's better to just put it out and then go on to the next thing and improve it the next time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at, at, at the other thing too, that really you got to realize is sometimes you're just not compatible. Sometimes a client and, and, and a service provider, they're just not, they're just not meshing. I've worked with things. I've worked with people and, and they didn't like what I was doing. And the next guy, they loved it. Like they, whatever he was doing was awesome. Was it, was it different? Maybe. I mean, and, and it all comes down to taste and, and how you gel with people. So sometimes it might just be like a relationship thing where you guys just aren't seeing eye to eye, yeah, you know, or you're just, your visions don't match. I just want to get to a point and I'm almost there where you just tell people to go fuck right off. If you don't want to work with them, you just be like, all right, you don't like this. Well, you could take it and fuck off out the door. <laughs> Um, and I've gotten to that point with, with, a, with a lot of the projects I was doing where I'm just like, I'm not getting paid enough. This work is stressful and it's stupid and you're not listening. And it's really funny when you try to break up with a client and like, they don't want you to go. And you're just like, I don't want to, I've had, I've, I've had 
conversations and it's funny because I still one of these cases in particular I still have them as a client they're just paying me more and I'm doing less work and I, I just told them I'm like I don't want to do this anymore I'm like I don't want to do this and I don't like how this is set up and you guys don't need me to do this you could find somebody else to do this go and find somebody else to do this and they were really 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 sad about that yeah. and it's it's kind of difficult sometimes to have those conversations but, but did you have conversations with them going down the road of being like where you've like made specific things for them and they just didn't do what you advise them to do they had in this one particular case uh it was for a website uh and it was it was you know i i build primarily all of my sites on wordpress just because it it's it's simpler for me to do it and what i tell clients is that the beauty of wordpress is there's thousands and thousands and thousands of developers and designers out there that work on WordPress. You know, you're going to be able to find somebody that could go into what I did, understand it and edit it because they know WordPress as well as I know WordPress. Um, and that, you know, in the long run, that's, that's, you know, that, that, that's beneficial to both parties. Um, in this case, I was working on a site that was built just kind of HTML, PHP, CSS, JavaScript, like all the things that WordPress are made up of, but it was just all the raw files where I had to go in and edit the individual files as opposed to going into like the WordPress dashboard and fixing stuff. So I was having to do all these little things that they wanted. And I finally told them, I'm like, look, you, you need somebody to just take this site and put it in WordPress. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Editing HTML files is like so, you know, 2006 that I, I can't I can't do this anymore. Um, and then they they actually without me trying, I convinced I built them a WordPress site. I took their site and I turned it into a WordPress site. And now, you know, they pay me hourly to, to do any changes. And most of the stuff they could just do themselves. But WordPress is like the, the I think, like the platform it for a professional website. Well, like yeah, that's where I mean, you want to be at. Well, period. yeah, if you you could you could go you could go Squarespace, you could go WordPress. Yeah, nah. There's other different things you could do. Um, if you want something that is going to be custom to fit what your needs are, and and you don't want to have to spend too much time on you it. Do then WordPress. Yeah. In my opinion, that's what you should do. It's like picking between PC and Apple. Yeah. Yeah. So a, a Squarespace is more for a simpler site where it's not, too, it's not database driven, where you got to add and you're going to take care of it yourself. You're going to add stuff. And if you like to futz, if you like to futz around, then please use Squarespace. I tell people that now I used to be really against it. And then I was just like, I don't care if you want to do this site yourself, please be, be my guest. Go use Squarespace. Please do it. Um, and as far as the WordPress stuff goes, you know, I don't recommend people uh, buying themes off the shelf. Um, the way I do stuff is <coughs> like I, I custom code a WordPress theme from the ground up to fit your needs and to make it specific for your company. Um, there are cases, there are themes out there that work really well, but sometimes people will spend 60 to $120 and buy a theme off a of theme forest and you see the demo and it looks so cool and then you get it and it's these confusing instructions and all the pictures aren't there anymore and you're like, why doesn't my site look like that site? So, you know, in, in those cases, it, it, it kind of, you know, in those cases, it does get a little kind of, kind of tricky um hire somebody to do it when i had my website built the, the developer said here's the thing of themes yeah pick one they charged me I, I paid for the theme obviously yeah and then they coded my website from that 
because it's not just like drag and drop. Yeah, there are situations now. There's like the Divi theme that is a little more drag and drop. It is kind of intuitive and, and a little, you know, quote unquote, fun to use. It, it, you know, it, there is a learning curve to it. But I think that's what comes down to with all the stuff we're talking about is that there's this learning curve where uh, somebody the other day wanted me to find a list of all the uh, marijuana dispensaries in New Jersey. So what did I do? Do I want to go onto Google and like marijuana dispensary and then scroll around and go? No, I paid somebody twenty five dollars to yeah, do it. Telling it. I think we talked about this. Well, this is I, I probably talked about it before because I've done this before. But the other day I did it and I just paid somebody twenty five bucks to, to do it for me because I don't want to do it. And that's how I think clients should look at this stuff is like, I don't want to have to think about this stuff. This is what I want to do. I want to sell my product and make money. It's a hundred percent me, you know. But uh, this is the ongoing, the ongoing, you know, issue you have with with doing creative work is that it's creative. You're pulling it out of thin air. Whereas if you're a plumber or an accountant, it's very like physical, like it's very like tangible. Yeah. Like you can't do it. Like I can't, you know, go into a, uh, you know, I can't, I can't be a heart surgeon. I can't just go in there and be like, I got this. You're not doing it right. I got this. I can't do that because I'm not trained. But if I want to pick the right color blue and the client's like, I don't like that blue. I'm going to take over. I'm going to pick the blue. It's a lot uh, more accessible. But, you know, at that point, it's like, well, why did you hire me in the first place? You know? So the moral of the story, mm. the tasty nugget. The tasty nugget. Is hire your pros. Trust your pros. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah. And let it fly. Yeah. Understand the value of your time. Understand the value of their time. Understand the value of your money. And their expertise. Yeah. And it's not to say, uh, you know, it's not to say, like, I, I don't want this to come across as like an no, F we don't you listen to, to you. Yeah. yeah. It's it's more of like have an open communication Correct. and understand, you know, why certain things were done. Why was that font used? Or what do you guys think of this? You know, it There's gets methodology behind it. Yeah. There's a mythology behind mythology. it that involves a Apollo lot of will come down. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, and it gets into a thing where, uh, you know, I'm sure you've dealt with this where clients <laughs> don't make me, don't make me. I'm sure you've gotten to this thing with clients where they, uh, they go out and ask a bunch of different people. They ask their mom and, and they ask their neighbor and they ask their office mate and they ask 20 different people. What do you think? And then you get all these random responses back and then that person takes the design you did and then comes back to you and says look we got to put it sideways with polka dots because blah 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 mm -hmm. so there's like a you know there's a certain balance to just getting it getting it done i can't stress this enough make it look good fast because we don't have time for the bullshit you have to you have to pump out so much stuff these days you talking know about uh, uh like in a social format right i'm talking or about everything I'm talking about everything. Unless you're making a movie, if you're making, say, uh, in your case, say like a music video, mm -hmm. I think in that case you could you could sit there, you could watch it, you could plan it all out ahead of time. Uh, you could kind of like say, all right, these are the kind of shots we want to do. You could kind of get a consensus and then go, and then you can edit it. You could edit certain things. You could do certain things, mm -hmm. um, and that should take a long time. 
um, if, if you're shooting a podcast, podcasts are timely things. I think, you, you know, it's, it's okay if you're banking a little bit, but also at the same time, you want to put this stuff out really, yeah. really fast. How, how many views do you think this guy's going to get? Like how many, do you know what his metrics are for the podcast he's put out before? Uh, I haven't really looked yeah. much at his profile. I'm you know, sure. Because, how long has he been doing it for? Um, uh, probably a year, I would say. For a year, year. And it's based like. Based off the amount of episodes. It's like a professional. It's a very niche kind of business. It is. It's very niche financial. Oh, okay. So it it's. doing financials. I'm not going to get crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm sure his his numbers are okay if he's just been doing it for a year if he's local. I can tell that his YouTube channel's got like a couple hundred subscribers, but mm -hmm. the the interactions on his videos are minimal. Nil. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, he he should really kind of start thinking about that kind of stuff. He should be looking at his analytics. And he's got to be pumping the stuff out. He, I mean, you know, they do. They have a good social program. Like that's now, great. Since they became like a, a a client here, I've followed them on their platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm seeing their content that's going out, and they yeah. are, you know, um, consistent with their posts. That's and, great. And and how they do it, and they, you know, it's been you know thought out. It's got captions, and you know, all the things that you need to to have a really uh, impactful social media post, but. I think in that particular case, you know, like you did a year, you've got the metrics behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to increase the metrics by trying to present the information differently or give a different look or feel to what you're doing or add a little more content or whatever that, that fact may be, is that when you create a job specifically for that, you know, you need to be able to, again, contribute meaningfully as the client, um, but really, you know, let the product happen and then analyze your metrics yeah and then in five ten episodes you don't see a change you know then you can say okay let's go back to this but this only brought you that far yeah yeah to begin with so it's kind of like psychotic to just keep doing that same thing over and over and well, over again you know like do something yeah no, you're not gonna lose people no but you're not gonna you know it's it's uh, i don't know it, it's it really comes down to, and I'm not trying to beat up on the client. No. I'm just saying that like, did. yeah, but we definitely did. <laughs> it really just comes down to being able to communicate and maybe, maybe the client, this is what you should do. If you're, if you're the client and you're not sure about something, maybe ask the person that's working on it. Why did you do that? to understand where they're coming from. And maybe on the flip side of that, if the client doesn't like something or they want something changed to something specific and be like, okay, well, we're trying to do something different. May I ask you why you wanted to do this? Or, you know, maybe pointing out to the client, hey, you know, this brush script, it's kind of like cheesy and generic. Could we, could we, could we freshen this up a little bit? Or you could be more like me, like when I'm the client and somebody gets something done, I'm like, great, it's done, awesome. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Does it look stupid? No. Does it? Is it clear and concise? Is the information there? And it's done? And it took two hours to do? And I got it the same day? Okay, great. That's awesome. I can move on with my life now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spend an extra day trying to do this stuff. Yeah. Move on to the next one. Yeah. I agree. So that's the end of our, our Tasty Nugget rant. It was good, though. I hope so. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just don't really want to come across as... as uh, negative Nancy or complain about stuff. I'm just trying to get maybe in my brain a better understanding, you know, maybe just trying to get my thoughts across to understand them better as well, far as like, you know, that's the premise behind this was, okay. So we all said what we had to say, but ultimately 
you know, incorporated into this episode is the opportunity to say, hey, look, you know, um, like you said, open avenues of communication, trust in your pros, give your insight, you know, try trial and error, try it out. Yeah. Just put it out and move on. But you can't, I think like it's, it is frustrating as a pro to be handcuffed into something, uh, that, you know, doesn't work. It was the same thing. Like I said, of emulating the same product, yeah. same thing for you, emulating the same product. So unmotivating. It, yeah. But at the end of the day, you pay us and we'll do whatever you want. <laughs> You're just right. going to pay more to do whatever you want us to do, especially if it takes us more time. It's yeah. going to cost more. The second time around. Yeah, exactly. You didn't realize that you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tasty nuggets. All right. All right. I smoke rock. <laughs> <laughs>